Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What is up, everybody? Welcome into this Monday episode of Flippin' Bats. It is the first of the month, meaning we got Team of the Month, Player of the Month. We got power rankings for you. It's Overreaction Monday, as well as a couple of very heartwarming stories. Let's get to it. He swings and it's a high fly ball, deep center field. It is gone. Home run. And a huge bat flip to celebrate. All right, Ben, start the show already. What is up, my friends? A new month is getting underway in baseball, which means we got. We always have a lot to talk about on Mondays, but the first of the month, it really feels like it's even bigger because we get to look at the whole month, team of the month coming at you. But Alex, as we normally do with Mondays, yeah. I, I need to ask about your weekend because <laughs> it truly feels like you do I'm so everything. tired. <laughs> I'm well, so tired. How did, one, what did you even do this weekend? Two, how is your closet big enough to like do, your life is crazy. <laughs> It's crazy. Uh, well, one, it's wedding season and festival season. So this is like- Wedding the, and festival It season. is. You know, <laughs> yeah. Stagecoach, Coachella, got Beach Life Festival next weekend. There's so much going on. And then it's wedding season right now. So yeah, I was at one of my college girlfriend's weddings out in Arizona. Just flew in this morning. Been up wow. since 4 a.m. So yeah, no, wild time. And yeah, I have an entire room that is built into my walk-in closet in my house. So I got a, I got a lot of- clothing i have just like a few different things that i'll walk in i know like, you this do this feels right for today and yep. that's it that's it oh i know it's great <laughs> but yeah happy may happy happy birthday month to me when's your I, birthday may 27th may 27th i celebrate the whole month though yeah mm -hmm. I, I my birthday is january 31st so yeah. i always you get the whole month you get the whole month yeah so you don't get the 28th 29th birthday. it's okay happy birthday month yeah Woo. Well, speaking of this weekend, I saw an incredibly inspiring story you tweeted out about Kasumba Dennis. Give me all the details. We My need it all. My boy, Kasumba Dennis. I love this guy. Now, for those that have always been listening, you might know this story. And if you don't know it, you have to hear it. And even if you have heard it in the past, there is the perfect update to it this time around. But Kasumba Dennis is a guy that I saw in November of 2022 on Twitter, scrolling through Twitter and see this video of a kid, an 18 year old kid in Uganda doing catching drills in the pouring down rain in the mud. And I thought, well, I gotta see what this is all about. So I did a deep dive onto his Twitter. And what I found is first that this guy is an extremely hard worker, wants it as much as anybody in a place that the path for baseball isn't exactly carved out for you in Uganda. And there's so many videos of him with tires on his back, paint cans as weights for drills, a piece of cardboard to catch with while standing on bricks, a brick tied to his glove. It's pouring down rain. If you're just listening to this, 
you got to see it. We'll put this out on social media and you can see all of the videos that that are a part of this as well. But it truly is special. And from that, I followed him. And we kind of just over the last few months went back and forth. And that all led up to February of this year when I got a direct message from Kasumba that read, Good day, sir. I hope all is well. I would like to share some good news with you. I got possible links to the embassy where someone inside is willing to help me get my visa. But my main challenge is getting the invitation from any college now. Is it possible to help me get for a college willing to send me the invitation letter I can present at the embassy? Thank you so much. So from there, my thought goes to, well, what, what can we do? And the Flippin' Bats community has grown so much and we want to use that for good. So what can we do? Well, I sent out a tweet, a tweet basically saying, this guy's awesome. Any colleges or college coaches willing to reach out to talk to him or wanting to talk to him, please hit me up. Let me know. He has a one eight, nine pop time. Please people reach out to me. Now, an important part of this, I think is this isn't just a feel good story right it is a feel-good story but it's not just a feel-good story I mentioned a 189 pop time a pop time for a catcher is the time from when a ball hits the catcher's mitt to the time when a catcher is throwing down to second base and it hits the defender's glove that's a pop time 189 is Kasumba Dennis's pop time major league average is 2.00 Wow. So this guy has legitimate big league tools to work with here. And this is where it turned even cooler. The out, outpour of responses from coaches and colleges, college baseball accounts, personal coaches accounts, reaching out to me in DMs saying we would love to talk to him. Uh, and next thing you know, I'm sort of the middleman, if you will, between – the coaches and Kasumba Dennis and college admissions offices and Kasumba Dennis so cool. asking me questions of how is his English? What is his education level? Is he able to get over to the United States right now? And I'm going back and forth with him and these colleges answering all of their questions, just hoping that something works out. It was, it was truly so special for me to be able to do that. And throughout this process, continued talking to him, hearing from coaches, kind of went through some ups and downs of getting responses and that all led up to this weekend where I get another DM from Kasumba Dennis that says that he has officially been signed to play in the MLB draft league. I immediately went to the DMs, was so excited, congratulated him, asked him a bunch of questions about what's next. And I, I got a really cool message from him that said, Mr. Ben, thank you so, so much. I really, really appreciate and I'm very happy because I'm going to ach achieve my dream, sir. Thank you so much for all of your help, Mr. Ben. Mr. Ben! That is an incredible new nickname. You're, you're his little guardian angel. Yes. So he is officially signed in the MLB Draft League. What is the MLB Draft League? Well, it's a place where college players, junior colleges, uh, some of the best high school players all come together and play in one league that takes place in June. 
So there's 30 games played, takes place in June. There are six teams that are a part of this league. I looked into it a little bit more to find all of the stadiums that these six teams play at. And I have played at five of these six stadiums. And some of them are the most beautiful stadiums that I have ever played in. So for me, my mind goes to, I've watched hundreds of videos of this guy doing catching drills in the pouring rain, in the mud, in between buildings, in the pitch black dark. And he's now going to be a part of this league and get to play in some of the nicest professional baseball stadiums that the United States has to offer. So there is legitimate competition in this league. The inaugural season for the MLB Draft League was 2021. And since then, just a couple of years ago, already 86 guys from this league have been drafted in the MLB Players Draft. Oh, that's legit. Yeah. So yeah. this is legitimate competition that he's going to be a part of. So why is this big for him? Well, the obvious. Exposure, exposure, exposure. Everything he's wanted exposure-wise will finally be happening. There will be pro scouts. There will be college scouts. The competition is great. The instruction is top-notch. The coaches in this league are former major leaguers as well. And the best of all, in his words as well, he's accomplishing his dream of playing baseball in the United States. So this league is awesome. Shout out to Major League Baseball for starting this. And I really want to give a shout out to Major League Baseball for inviting Kasumba Dennis. They got this one right for sure. This was awesome. Thank you so much for doing that, for reaching out to him and letting him be a part of this awesome league. So shout out Major League Baseball. And lastly, I guess, is, is what's the future hold for him? Well, nobody really knows, but I promise you I will be keeping you updated every single part of this journey. But this story, Alex, is just so special for Flippin' Bats in particular. You know, like what is the North Star, if you will, of Flippin' Bats? Well, it's, it's this. It's growing the game of baseball. It's talking about baseball. It's community. It's people from all walks of life all over the globe coming together as one to celebrate the sport that we all love so much in baseball it's about having somebody believe in you believing in each other use Shohei Otani for an example here right like somebody along the way had to believe in him his manager in Japan Mr. Kuriyama believed in him to be a two-way player then the Angels believe in him to be a two-way player when not many other teams were it takes somebody believing in you and for Kasumba Dennis well the flipping bats community I mean, think of where we are now. You know, it's really special to think about that. Uh, everybody rallying together and promoting this, this story. And, you know, when, I, when, when that tweet was sent out asking for colleges to respond, yeah, it was for, for coaches to reach out to me. But the outpouring of response from the Flippin' Bats community using their platform to, to promote it and to push this story out, is something that is so special and uh, I just can't say enough good things about this story and it truly makes my heart very very happy so as I said I will keep everybody updated along the way and by the way we're gonna try and get Kasumba Dennis on the show yeah. we gotta we, make we that have happen. to get him on the show yep. he's a part of the flipping bats community now yep so we're invested a, a special uh, a special weekend because of of the tweet that you uh, saw that was sent out so good work mr. Ben good work 
Well, it's Monday, so you know what that means. It's time for us right. to overreact to things. Overreaction Monday. I'm going to give you some statements, and you tell me if it's an overreaction or not. All right. All right? Let's do it. Let's start with our first overreaction. Okay. The White Sox are the most disappointing team in <laughs> April. <laughs> that is absolutely not an overreaction. This is this is completely true. The White Sox are 8 and 21. Oof. Are you kidding me? I picked the White Sox to win I the AL Central. And they've just been nothing but disappointment so far this year. Uh, if you were listening at the end of last week, I went on and on and on about the organization and Jerry Reinsdorf and how this organization isn't going about things the right way. And to see them now, after a month of the year, being 8-21, and 21, they are so much more talented than an 8-21 and 21 team. Are you kidding me? They're on a pace to go 41 and 121. Oh my gosh. That's ridiculous. And on top of all that, on top of not playing good baseball, on top of going on a losing streak of 10 games, Luis Robert Jr., yeah. arguably the player on your team that should be an MVP player, the one of the most talented players in the game of baseball, can't run out a ground ball and i'm not saying one of those ground balls where you see major leaguers like okay i hit it hard the guy fielded it and the throws in the air i'm gonna slow up no Luis robert jr had a hit he's fast there was a swinging bunt down the left side pitcher fields it makes a good play Luis robert jr just wasn't running and he easily would have beat it out. I tweeted this. This is ridiculous. Unless there's an injury that happened here that I don't know about, this is absolutely inexcusable out of Luis Robert Jr. And I still stand by that. After the game, he went on to mention something about, like, my hamstring was a little tight. Like, who's believing that? If that's true, then you should have told somebody. That's your job to do that then. But it's, it's not. He's just not running out ground balls. By the way, Luis Robert Jr. didn't know the name of his bench coach. What? It's Charlie Montoya. Wait, he didn't what? know. He didn't know his name. How? I don't know. How is that even possible? The whole I don't know what's going on in the White Sox organization, but it needs to be torn down from the tip top. And this is what we talked about last week. But this is definitely not an overreaction. The most disappointing team in April is the White Sox. It is it is wild what's going on. They look and feel like a hot mess. No one's on the same page. Your star player doesn't know the name of one of your coaches on your coaching staff. It doesn't feel like anyone is bought in to whatever the idea and the goal is for the season. And that's how you win championships. That's how you win games. That's how you win your league. And they're having none of that. Yeah. None of that. It is a hot mess. It's hard to watch. There's so much talent. There's so much talent. It's it really is hard to I, I it's can't imagine being a White Sox fan right now because as you no. mentioned, it's just it's really bad. Yeah, that's brutal. All right, on to our next overreaction. You ready? Mm -hmm. Bryce Harper's return will propel the Phillies into the playoffs. I don't think that's an overreaction at all. In fact, the Phillies have been playing much better baseball of late. Now, as you all know, 
Alex and I filmed the Monday episode during the Sunday night baseball game, which is the Astros and the Phillies. So not knowing the result of that heading into Sunday, the Phillies record is 15 and 13. Now, over the last couple of weeks, Alex, we've spent a lot of time talking about how disappointing this team is. Oh, we were trash talking them. It's time to give them the credit they deserve, kind of under the radar. And who knew Brandon Marsh is the new Barry Bonds in Major League Baseball. He's been unbelievable. And shout out to the Phillies for playing much better baseball. On top of that, some news just came out that Bryce Harper is set to see a doctor on Monday to officially get his clearance to be potentially back in the lineup Tuesday. Yeah. Bryce Harper could return to the Phillies lineup on Tuesday at the perfect time. They're playing good baseball. They're back over 500. Uh, so this definitely is, an over, is not an overreaction. The Phillies absolutely should. They could and should make the playoffs with this team, but they're going to be scary good. Zach Wheeler looked good on the mound the other day. Aaron Nola looked good. So they're, they're aces that need to pitch like aces, playing better. They're getting healthier. I think we're about to see the full potential of the Phillies team that really we haven't seen yet for the first month of the year. But we're going to get there, and the Phillies, I think, can make the playoffs. And remember, we've been seeing Bryce Harper taking reps at first base. Yeah. Because he doesn't have to throw the ball, obviously, all the way from yeah. the outfield. Better for his healing process. Yep. But we'd, he's – We'd still be a long way from that. Very long way but if he was playing the end outfield. of the year – by the end of the year, we might be seeing Bryce play first base. But to get back, he will yeah. be DHing for the foreseeable future. But yeah, the first base thing was that's crazy. Yeah. But also remember, like he's their MVP. Having that energy, just even having that presence and that energy in the lineup, in the clubhouse, in the dugout, to be able to lead by example is going to completely change the tone just yep. in a positive way. Yep. Yeah. I agree. All right, we are aligned on the first two overreactions. Okay. Okay. Our third overreaction. Hit me. Jacob DeGrom will spend more time on the IL than pitching. This makes me sad. Um, I'm going to say that this is not an overreaction. And I hate hate that I have to say that. Um, So let's just look at a, a, a timeline of this year, right? Spring training. The very beginning of spring training for Jacob deGrom was delayed with side tightness. April 17th, wrist soreness got taken out of that game. Then Friday, he comes out of the game with elbow elbow inflammation. And then Saturday, he hits the injured list. So, uh, this sucks, but I'm going to say it's not an overreaction. And I don't think anybody is surprised at this point unfortunately when you hear Jacob deGrom is going on the IL but the one that this one scares me elbow inflammation Mm -hmm. there's a chance he doesn't pitch the rest of the year oh I mean whenever you start talking about an elbow and being inflamed that's dangerous now I'm not saying that is the case I do know he rather quickly went on the IL after this start um I hope we see Jacob deGrom start every game from the time he comes off the IL for the rest of the year. I, I don't I, I don't think that's going to happen. And unfortunately, I don't think it's an overreaction to think he spends more time on the IL this year than pitching. It's It sucks. He's one of the most dominant, if not the most dominant pitcher in the game of baseball when he's on. But unfortunately, the guy just can't stay healthy. And, and we're seeing more of that now. 
Yeah, the best ability is availability. And just to put it into perspective, DeGrom has not pitched more than 15 games in any of the last three seasons because he had multiple injuries in each of those last three seasons. And that's compared to pitching 30 or more games in four of the five seasons from 2015 to 2019. Interesting. So he's half half the amount of games the last three seasons, a bunch of injuries. Sucks. Game baseball is better when he's out there. Yeah. All right. Our last overreaction. Mm-hmm. You ready? Yeah. MLB should expand to Mexico City. <laughs> the Mexico series was insanity. Wild. Wild. I mean, the first game, Saturday, there were 11 home runs in the game. Uh huh. The MLB record for home runs in a game is 13. They hit 11 home runs in that game. Now, the average distance of home runs in that game was 442 feet. Oh, my gosh. Only 3% of home runs this season outside of Mexico have traveled 442 feet. So just a quick synopsis here. Yes, the games in Mexico have been insane. Also, here's why. The elevation at Coors Field in Denver is... You guessed it, about a mile high, 5,280 feet. By far the highest elevated stadium in the United States. Mexico City is 2,000 feet higher than Denver. So the balls are just absolutely flying. Here's my answer to this question, and it it comes very easily to me. Absolutely not. We cannot expand to Mexico City. Has it been fun to watch these two games? Sure, but it ain't baseball what we're watching. And pitchers are probably out in the outfield quivering when they hear the bullpen phone ring. They hear the bullpen phone ring, and they're probably out there twitching. Like, please, not me, not me. No, no, no. (laughs) If you're a pitcher, you would never sign there. Uh, What MLB should do is just get a a home run derby together once a year, send them down there, and let Shohei and Judge and Pete Alonso hit balls 550 feet. But – you can't expand. You can't put an expansion team there. I don't know what I watched this weekend, but it it wasn't baseball. But it was fun to watch. I I will say it was great. it was a blast. You get but, a home run and you get a yeah. home run and you get a home run. Yes, it Man, was great. It was nuts. And also the field is the the fences are shorter than Coors Field. Oh, which interesting. Is deep because of the elevation. Okay. Mexico City was not like it was just it was crazy. All right, Alex, you could hit homers there. I like that. (laughs) I'm down for that. All right. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. (sighs) That's the end of Overreaction Monday, which means it is time for Power Power Rankings. Rankings time. It's Monday. It means it's time for my new and updated Power Rankings. It means it's time to put the Power Rankings out on social media and for everybody to overreact. So let's get to it. At number 10, a team that has not been ranked this year the twins the twins were not previously ranked last week but they have been ranked this year as high as i want to say like fourth or fifth 
They were up there, but then they went on a skid and now they're back. So the twins are 17 and 12 Byron Buxton. I love this guy when he's healthy, when he's healthy, he's one of the most dynamic players in the league. He's playing pretty well. Joey Gallo resurgence. We saw him hitting homers against the Yankees fans in the stands were yelling at him. Why couldn't you do this with the Yankees? I mean, this twins team has been a lot of fun. 17 and 12. They're here at number 10. Number nine, down three spots, the New York Mets. Yeah, the Mets week was a bit interesting. They didn't play great. They lost the first game to the Braves and then didn't play another one because they all got rained out. So I uh, had to bump them down a little bit. They're 15 and 12 on the year. Like you said, down three spots to number nine. Holding strong at eight, the Texas Rangers. Yeah, so the Texas Rangers were at eight and then they had a really good week. 17 and 11 on the year but as you'll see for reasons we'll get to in a second I really couldn't I couldn't bump them up but they sure handled the New York Yankees over the weekend but uh, these other teams absolutely deserve to, to be up there as well another good week for the Rangers this team is the real deal uh, I the Rangers can't do what they want to do this year without a healthy Jacob deGrom mm -hmm. I will add that so uh, can they make the, the playoffs without him I don't know uh, yes, I believe they can. Can they win a World Series without Jacob deGrom? Absolutely not. They, if they want to compete in the playoffs, they absolutely have to have them. That is a big blow. But they're here at number eight. Number seven, up two spots, the Orioles. How about the O's? Yeah. 19 and nine, sitting pretty. Jorge Mateo, the shortstop, has been awesome. Adley Rutschman's been really good, who, by the way, spoiler alert, future episode coming up with Adley Rushman, which I am pumped about. There One of the go. bright young stars in the game, quickly becoming the best catcher in, in the game of baseball. Uh, they're getting contributions everywhere you look. Grayson Rodriguez has now settled in as a starter on this team and is really good. So I love the O's. 19 and 9. Good for them. At 6, down one spot, the Brewers. The Brew Crew is 18 and 10. I do, I really like this team. And I think I've I think the Brewers have been as high up as number 3 this year. They had a, a pretty good week, um, putting up a, runs in bunches. I really like the young the young guys that they have on this team, as well as Willie Adamas at shortstop. Ever since Rowdy Telez came on flipping bats, he can't stop hitting home runs. By the way, Cal Raleigh, who was on Wednesday of last week. Yeah multiple home runs throughout the week it's the home run effect we've continued to talk about the flipping bats pod effect but like it continues to be on a, on another level cal raleigh on sunday hit a go-ahead homer and the in the in extra innings like it's nuts and it worked for rowdy telez as well 18 and 10 are the brewers all right moving into your top five at number five a huge jump up top five five baby Five spots, the Pirates. Raise the Jolly Roger. The Pirates are 20 and 9. What? This team is quickly becoming one of my favorite teams to watch this year. I find myself firing up MLB TV and putting on the Pirates because they're so much fun to watch this year. Andrew McCutcheon is having a resurgence. They got Drew Maggi doing his thing out there. We talked about him getting called up and what a great story that is. Well, guess what? He got his first knock the other night and first RBI in the same at bat. Um, Jihuan Bay has been a blast to watch. Stole five bases last week. This team doesn't have that like 
superstar name you can point to, I think Brian Reynolds should be in that conversation. But they're getting contributions everywhere you look, and they've been a blast to watch. And the Pittsburgh Pirates are in the top five power rankings for the first time ever. Number four, down two spots, the Astros. Yeah, I need to... I, I guess I need to really talk about the Astros because they are an interesting team to figure out what to do with. And they often do this at the beginning of seasons. They just like don't show up against teams that they should beat. And then the second it's like, oh, this is this is this team's going to beat you guys. You turn it on. And what did we see as of late? Well, we saw them beat the Blue Jays. And then we saw them uh, have a good end of the week two weeks ago, which led me to bump the Astros all the way up to number two in my power rankings. So they had Blue Jays and Braves, swept the Braves on the road. Then a new week starts, and everybody's like, you moved the Astros up to two? Well, then guess what? They play the number one team. They beat the number one team. And then they go on to lose the series to the Phillies at the end of the week. And it's just like, I... The Astros will be there when all is said and done in the playoffs and be a force to be reckoned with, but they are probably one of the hardest teams to figure out where to rank. They really are. Beat the Rays, best team in baseball, lose to the Phillies. So I had to slide them down just a bit because the other teams ahead of them have been playing really well and did all week long. But the Astros are at four. At number three, up one spot, the Blue Jays. Yeah. The Blue Jays are playing really good baseball, 18 and 10. Now, interesting game to end the week on Sunday. But other than that, all week long, we're winning every game they played. Bo Bichette has been on fire. Um, Vladdy's playing good baseball. I could go through these players and tell you that everybody's doing pretty well, and that's why they're at number three on this list. So don't watch that. Don't, don't sleep on the Blue Jays. I had them to win the AL yes, East for a reason, and they are now only trailing the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, by the way, you're not going to find them on this list. Dead last in the AL East, the New York Yankees. Last that just place. feels tied, sounds tied with weird. The, uh, tied with the Red Sox, but if you look at the standings, they got the the Yankees in last. So, Ooh. yep, Blue Jays up at the top for uh, at number three. All right, number two, the Braves up one spot. Braves are back to the number two spot. They're 18 and nine. You know, I, I love this Braves team. I had them winning the National League this year. Um, we didn't get to see a lot of the series over the weekend against the Mets because a lot of it got rained out, but there is a double header on Monday between these two teams. So Alex, you and I were talking about when we did the tail of the tape yeah. at the end of the week, we talked about, um, the series Friday through Sunday, but actually they played on Monday. There double was header. a scheduled game on Monday originally. Now there's going to be a scheduled double header today. So these are when those games will be made up. But didn't get to see a lot of them, mm -hmm. but had a good week other than that. They're at number two. And your number one team, yeah. the best team in baseball right now, the Rays. 23 and six. Yeah. They're 23 and six. And spoiler alert, coming up soon, team of the month. There's going to be a couple of them on there. This team is this team is just, they've been the best offense in baseball. They're pitching really well. They're historically good. Obviously, the start to the year they've had, but since then they've continued to pile it on and be a good baseball team. The Tampa Bay Rays round out this week's top 10 at 23-6 and six to start the year. It's so fun to watch. Yes, it is. And you mentioned probably a lot of their players are going to be on your team of the month. So let's get right to that.
team of the month. We do team of the week yeah. every week. But with it being May 1st, the first of the month, we got to do a full encompassing team of the month. So position by position, picking the best player of the month at that spot. And let's start at the catcher position from the Atlanta Braves, Sean Murphy. Now, 256 on the month, six homers, 16 RBI in his first month as an Atlanta Brave. Come over to a new team, get on the team of the month in your first month. A little bit of a slower start to the year power-wise, and then he has picked it up with six homers. He had a walk-off mixed in there. Sean Murphy is my catcher on the team of the month. All right, let's move over to first base. Who you got? The first of the Tampa Bay Rays, Yandy Diaz, yeah. 319, seven homers, 16 RBI, and an OPS north north of 1,000. The guy's been killing it all year long. He is my first baseman. Moving over to second base, Luis Arise. I've come to the conclusion that I really think there's a chance Luis Arise hits 400 for the first time in a year since Ted Williams. Wow. He's hitting 442. Yeah. And he never slows down. I watch games, and the guy goes two for five at the plate, and his batting average lowers. Mm -hmm. That's how good he's been. 442 on base percentage over 500. 39 hits in the month. That's a good couple of months for people. Oh, yeah. Man, Luis Arise has been – Luis Arise batting title last year in mm -hmm. the American League, now hitting 442 with his new team. He's my second baseman. Moving over to the third base – Matt Chapman. Matt Chapman has been arguably one, arguably the best player in baseball so far this year, but certainly one of the best. 372, five homers, 21 RBI, and an OPS of 1.152. Matt Chapman has been on a roll. He's known for his elite platinum glove defense over at third base. But this year, he's been showing how good he is offensively. So third baseman, team of the month, Matt Chapman. Moving over to shortstop, Wander Franco. The next of uh -huh. the Tampa Bay Rays. Wander Franco, 300, five homers, 17 RBIs, and 12 stolen bases on the month. Now, there were a couple of names and directions I could have gone here at the shortstop position. But in the end, with – the Rays being 23 and six and Wander being a huge part of that. And all of the doubles, 12 doubles on the year, a bunch of stolen bases, more than most, uh, more than the other shortstops that could have been in this category. I had to go with him. He gets the nod for me at the shortstop position. All right, moving to the outfield and your first outfielder, another Tampa Bay Ray, Randy Orozarena. Again, Always have to say this. Yes. Three outfielders, regardless of their specific position out there. Just three outfielders. First of those being Randy Arozarena, who has just carried it right over from the World Baseball Classic into the first month of the season. 333, seven home runs, and 28 RBIs to start the year. Randy is on a tear to start the year. I would love to see him keep up. Playoff Randy and WBC Randy, we're seeing that now. If we see it all year long, we're seeing an MVP type of player. I'm such a Randy fan. Yeah. Like, became such a huge fan, such a vibe during the WBC. I so know. I am so happy you for You drafted him. him second in I your, uh, did. Your, your draft. All right, next up, Mike Trout. Yep. 
Trouty. You just yeah. ho-hum. You just look up and the guy's batting 320 with seven homers and 18 RBIs and an OPS over 1,000. His career OPS now is over 1,000 on the year. He hit multiple home runs, uh, two home runs and back-to-back at-bats in Milwaukee the other night. He had a great week. He's having a great month, and he is certainly right back where he belongs in that MVP conversation. So Mike Trout is my second of three outfielders. And then rounding it out, Ronald Acuna Jr. Yep. Ronald Acuna is my third 352 with four homers, 14 RBIs, and 13 stolen bases on the year. Ronald Acuna is healthy. He is happy. He's having fun. The Braves are playing great. And he is on my list as my third outfielder in no particular order. Randy, Mike Trout, and Ronald Acuna. And before we move on, Alex, I really wanted to mention I struggled with the outfield a lot because Brandon Marsh deserves to be on this list. Mm -hmm. And and, and Jared Kalanick deserves to be on this Mm. list. But there's only three. Yeah. And where do you put them? And I, I, I thought long and hard between these five guys. And where do I put him? And ultimately for me, Ronald Acuna with those 13 stolen bases ended up being all of the numbers are about the same. Ronald's batting average is higher than the other two. Trout with the power numbers, Randy with the 28 RBIs. So it was really difficult for me to choose in the outfield. Ultimately ended up going with these three in the first month of the year. But shout out Brandon Marsh. I love you and I'm so happy for the year you're having. Yeah, that. no, we love Marsh. Yep. Okay, time for the designated hitter, the unicorn, Shohei Otani. Yep, Shohei just ended his month with almost hitting for the cycle the other night. Uh, 294 on the year, seven home runs, 18 RBIs, and as I mentioned, finishing the month with a bang. Had three hits in the game on Saturday. Friday, he was the, I believe it was Friday. The last game he started on the mound. Thursday. Thursday. Started on the mound was a home run away from the cycle, but like a few feet away from completing the cycle. Uh, This is, and we're just talking about offensively here. And he also gets a little bit of a nod because as you know, he pitches as well. Uh, 294, seven home runs and 18 RBI is enough to get Shohei as the DH on the player uh, or team of the month. Moving to starting pitcher, Zach Gallen. It's been Unbelievable how good he's been. He has a 2-1-5 ERA on the year, 51 strikeouts, and 37 and two-thirds innings for Zach Gallen so far this year. I love the guy, and he threw a pitch the other day to Vinny Pasquantino, and he said, I have never seen a pitch like that in my entire life. And he struck out on this pitch. That's what he continues to do. He's just masterful out there on the mound, and it's been another great, great year so far for Zach Gallen. All right. Closing out team of the month, your closing pitcher, Josh Hader. Josh Hader, especially with Edwin Diaz being out of the game this year. I think last year Edwin kind of took that title of best closer in the game of baseball, Mm -hmm. but it was because of a little bit of the weird like month plus Josh Hader had. Well, he's back. 10 saves, a 0.69 ERA, 17 strikeouts on his 13 innings pitched. Josh Hader is the best closer in the game of baseball right now, and he has figured out whatever he went through at that point last year. He's been dominant and a shutdown closer, and he is my closer on Team of the Month. So, Alex, Mm -hmm. Team of the Month, first of the month. That means it's not Player of the Week. 
this yep. year. It is player of the month time. And my player of the month for the first month of the season is none other than Shohei Otani. How can you not? 292 average, seven homers, 18 RBIs. I talked about all of his offensive numbers when it came to the designated hitter position. Pitching-wise, he's been arguably one of the best pitchers in the game of baseball to start the year. He's been lights out. He was breaking records on the mound. He had one bad start in there, the last start of the month, and really it was just one really bad inning. Other than that, he was like perfect in the game. And he had an ERA sub one, ended up with an ERA sub two on the year. He's been, he's been great offensively and one of the most dominant pitchers in the game so far this year. There's really no doubt in my mind that Shohei Otani so far is the player of the year. And in the first month, he's the player of the month. Yeah. So Alex, I ask you, <sighs> your player of the month. My player of the month is also Shohei Otani. It is hard not to just take a moment, take a step back. You mentioned a lot of his numbers, but appreciate his greatness and what he is doing. He is having an incredible start to this season, both on the mound and at the plate. He launched his seventh home run on Sunday because Shohei loves hitting home runs on Sundays. Um, yeah, he's tied for fourth in home runs with 13 other players right now, but he's in the top five both offensively and on the mound. He has the sixth best ERA in baseball. He's tied for the fourth most strikeouts in all of Major League Baseball. And he's just had an incredible start. And you mentioned he was a, a home run shy of the cycle mm -hmm. in his last start on Thursday. He would have been the first player since 1888 to hit for the cycle and pitch in the same game. So it's like every time he he does something, it's his it's historic that we haven't seen in over a hundred years. So Shohei Otani, player of the month. I also I, I saw that stat the other day from 1888 or whatever yeah. it was. That pitcher started the game in center field and it was like this crazy blowout <laughs> high scoring game. So he came in to pitch. So the records, who knows? He's yeah. probably the only pitcher to start. And yeah. Would have been to start and to do that. But I digress. What a month for Shohei. And what a first month of the season. And what a Monday episode yeah! of Flipping Bats, I might add. Team of the month, player of the month, power rankings, some great stories to be stories. told. Kasumba Dennis. Yeah. What a legend. Thank you all for listening to this Monday episode. Uh, make sure you're subscribed anywhere you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever. We're also on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And you can watch every single episode on YouTube as well at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. That does it for this Monday episode. We are off and running this week. We will see you tomorrow for another episode of Flippin' Bats.